All right, welcome to Real Estate Success. I'm your host, Mina Badros, here today with Nick Cram. Uh, Nick is a real estate content advisor working with the top 1% of realtors. Uh, he's built his business in 13 countries, all 50 states using video. Uh, Nick, great to have you here. Man, thanks for having me too. I'm really excited to just dive into whatever topics you got for me today. You know, I'm an open book, so I'm really excited to be able to, you know, add whatever value we can. Awesome, man. So uh, first, I'd like people to get to know you uh, yeah. as a person. So without mentioning any of your professional accomplishments, <laughs> which we'll get to, can you yeah, tell yeah. us uh, who Nick is? Oh, man. So, uh, well, I'm a sibling of two. Uh, I have two other siblings. One of them is my business partner. Well, I guess it's not professional accomplishments. It's my business partner, who's my brother. Uh, my sister, who's getting married uh, on New Year's this year, which we're excited for. But, That's you know, awesome. my mom had also 13 brothers and sisters. So I am the seventh oldest out of like 52 first cousins. So, you know, growing up, like there was a family party every single weekend, um, you know, played a little bit of sports in high school, went to play a little bit of college football as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a fun, exciting life for me, you know, always family parties, literally every single weekend, someone was getting married. There was a birthday, there was a holiday, a graduation. So like we were always doing different family events. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. What do you um what do you do now in real estate? And you know, yeah. one of the things that really intrigues me is the different path that people choose yeah. after they get their license. And I love what you have done. Uh so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, so like I got started as a calls at a call center. So I, I started calling 15 hours a day, 8 a.m. on the east coast to 8 p.m. on the west coast, right? right? So like you name a script, I know it. You name a value proposition, I pitched it. You name a CRM, I was in the back end of it. And then you name a brand strategy. I really learned those. So from there, um, I started my own branding company. And one thing that I found that a lot of places do, they tend to make branding, social media, and marketing, it's all one thing. And they make it more difficult than it has to be. See, one thing I learned from working with real estate agents is y'all are busy. You guys, like real estate agents are really busy. And then a lot of people in course say, if you drop everything you're doing and just do it our way, it's going to work. I'm like, well, you can't drop everything you're doing. So right. we focus on how to make social media, branding, and video simple for real estate agents, give them the necessary tools. And I learned this from working with one of the guys named Jay Kinder really well. He always like, I remember, I'll never forget. I came to this one call. So excited to share with him this problem that I solved. Right. And I started going deep into detail. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, do I need to know this for it to work? I'm like, no. He's like, then give me the minimal effective dose. And that changed the way we, we started our own business, that changed how we looked at it. So I'm in the business of giving real estate agents the minimal effective dose of how to dominate social media while continuing to go out there and actually sell and help people buy homes. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. you know, there's so much you can do in real estate. Why, why did you kind of choose what you're doing now? You know, um, I believe it's... I've, I look for my skill set and my strengths. And then also I, I, uh, something that, you know, again, working with a lot of those guys, they always said, like, find find a problem and be better than anybody else that's solving that problem. And this just so happened to be based on my skill set and my, you know, history of being at the call center, work with agents, trying to qualify leads, going through that process. And then work, being in some of these top rooms and hearing how people create a brand. And now it's one of the most sought after things in real estate is having such a strong brand that people come to you. I saw a huge need and I saw our ability to fill it. So for me, it was really just getting around the right people in the right rooms and just listening. You know, hearing the same problem over and over, I'm like, you know what? I believe we have a solution to their problems. Right. So, I mean, you're a, you're a kind of person, you've been adding value to agents for, for quite some time. And uh, recently yeah. we all got to partner, you yeah, know, the yeah. same company, EXP Realty. Um, 
same community, Honey Badger Nations. So as, as someone who, um, yeah, I love the tattoo. <laughs> the there we go. Yeah, get that. Get, uh, get screen time. Yeah, as, as, yeah. as someone who's uh, trying to provide value to the real estate industry, uh, yeah. what is kind of some of the challenges you had before yeah. coming coming into our company? Yeah, you know, it's really just getting people on the same mindset that we want to help. You know, like I think sometimes when you reach out to agents that you don't know and there's no affiliation, just saying like, look, I'll come in there, I'll add value. And, you know, just wanting to coach, wanting to help other individuals, it's kind of like, oh, no, we do things our way. And, you know, yeah. and it's also, you know, finding agents who want to learn. Any person who's a team leader or broker knows how difficult it is to find people who want to show up to training, who want to show up to coaching, who want to do these things. So for me, it was really, um, you know, finding a community of agents who want to learn, grow, and get better together, it's just such a unique thing to do. Awesome. So you kind of uh, begin to talk about that, but what yeah. What was the change or what was the solution that you experienced after joining that community? Man, it's just so amazing just really figuring out that there are other agents and other people out there that want to get better with you. And even more so, one of my favorite things about eXp so this is one of the favorite things about the groups that we're in is, you know, I used to go to sleep with questions and concerns, and now I go to sleep with answers and excitement because there's the simple thing, you know, um, before when you're kind of in your own group, like in your own city, basically, because, you know, that's how almost it was before. It's like you kind of have your own group in your own city. You right. go to someone who has an answer. Like you go to one person who knows social media, who knows buying, who knows selling, who knows everything, and you can't be an expert. You literally cannot be an expert if you're focused on 10 different things, right? Right. But now it's like, hey, if I need to know about how to take over market share in a community, I'll call Andrew Gadosh. He has 90s, over 90% market share for the last 10 years in his community, right? So if I want to know guerrilla marketing, I'm going to go to that guy. If I want to have an Airbnb specialist, I'm going to go to these two people. So now instead of like trying to figure everything out, it's like, wait, I can just specialize in my one area and then call other people who are the best specialists all across the country. So like to me, and then that are open to sharing that are open books. So to me, it just made it a no brainer. Cause I'm like, man, these people just give you the solutions. We don't have to solve it by ourselves. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. I, I love the collaboration and the community we have for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've seen your business or businesses, I should say evolve <laughs> over, over the last few years, uh, you know, constantly creating solutions, um, and, uh, you know, things to help agents. How has, right. Sorry, getting a call. Uh, how has your business or career kind of shifted over the last few years? Man, I mean, four years ago, I didn't have a company, right? Like I just started it. And for me, like the shifts have occurred because of what we're seeing occur in the marketplaces. You know, I think that's where, you know, again, like just seeing a lot of other people kind of stay stay so stringent on this idea work. So I'm going to continue to do it for the next four years. The market has changed just like ever since COVID, the market shifted. Ever since the interest rates shifted, the market has shifted. So for me, it's been staying ahead and just making sure that we're playing to where the market is going, where we believe the market is going, constantly getting those solutions for agents that they're looking for. And for me, a big part of that has been, you know, staying in the rooms with a lot of the big hitters and saying, hey, what are you guys seeing? What are you guys experiencing? What can we do to help? And then once we figure that out, I mean, heck, if you have an agent who's doing 2,000 deals a year with them and their team and they're having problems, chances are that everybody's having that problem. So, right. you know, like just keeping just trying to stay adaptable to the marketplace is how we're, I believe we're just going to continue to stay ahead. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, you know, four years ago, you didn't have a company and now, uh, yeah. you know, you've been growing, you have staff, Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have a team behind you. Yeah. What are some of the things you've learned in that few years that can um, transfer to agents yeah. you know, looking to scale? Stop trying to figure it out your dang self. Like my biggest thing was like being able to even, you know, masterminding it here with my brother, call other people when we get, get stuck on a certain place. You know, like, and that's where it's like, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help if you need help. Number one, you know, like, I think that's something that a lot of us have pride and ego. It's like, oh, I can figure this out. Oh, sure. I can buy this course. It's like, what if I just call somebody? You know, like I always say, you can either spend five months, five years trying to solve a problem, or you could call the right person and get it solved in five minutes. That's, yeah. that's what we learned is like calling the right people and just following success principles. You know, not making things up as we go. It's like, what is a success principle that we can follow when we're rolling these things out? So I think it's just having a good understanding of the success principles and having a good understanding of, hey, I've, I'm not in this alone. I can give somebody a call and figure these things out. Sure. No, that's awesome. Uh, let's get into some content questions. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What do you see most people struggle with as far as agents when it comes to yeah. creating content? Well, man, I think so. What, what do they struggle with? They struggle with just picking up the camera, like picking up their phone and understanding that this is the best camera for them. You know, I feel like agents struggle with trying to find the right content, what to shoot. You know, that's always the biggest question. Well, what do I shoot? What is the content that I'm supposed to do? So I think the agents who struggle the most are the ones who have that fear of the camera. Um, I think another thing they struggle with is they struggle with actually clicking that play button and how they shouldn't do it. Don't watch your videos. You will get crushed. You know, I, I saw this one act. I, I want to say it was Brad Pitt, right? So Brad Pitt, he's a good looking dude, right? Actor in Hollywood. Like, I don't think anybody can argue those things. And he was saying, like, he got quoted of like going to one of his movie sets and he watched and he's like, oh, I just hated how I looked and sounded. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. So this guy had a professional makeup crew, camera crew. Uh, they shot that take 20 different times. They edited it down. They had all these special effects. He had a he had a wardrobe crew for this movie and he still didn't like it. I'm like, what chance do I have? I'm going to stop watching my things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very difficult uh, to, to yeah. watch yourself. They say, you know, uh, yeah. most people hate their own voice. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm loud. So I would definitely hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Um, what, what, what advice would you give Asians who are just starting to create content and kind of mm. want to um, use content as a way to, to gain business and build a brand? Yeah. So here's what I would say. Stop posting just sold, just listed and just help purchase pictures. All you are doing are training people to go to places like Zillow, pick a home and pick a realtor out of a hat. Because look, man. So Mina, like, like, here's what happens is they post a picture of a home. They say three beds, two baths, uh, 20, like 1500 square feet. Um, just sold. You're, you're commoditizing yourself. You're telling people the only important part of this home purchase was the home itself. That's all that mattered. And then what ends up on the flip side of the sellers just listed two weeks later. No, no, they don't see anything else. Just sold. So they literally think that's how easy it is to sell a home. Why am I paying these people? Instead, do this. One of the simplest ways, organic ways to create more video content, to have people choose you. Now, I'll tell you what. So if somebody's like you just help somebody into a home, right? There are three other offers on this property. Here's how the video should go. Stand in front of the home just with your phone, and I want you to paint this picture. Say, hey, guys, Nick Krem here. I just want to let you guys know the reality of this situation. 
So guys, there are three other offers on this property. That means there are potentially three other families who saw their kids playing in the backyard, who saw their kids going to this school, who wanted to go to Mino's Bistro, Mina's Bistro right up the street, who wanted to do these things. But the reality is only one family is. Guys, so my family is the one that won this hot offer. And here's what I had to do in order to win this offer. I had to stay up till midnight going over the contingencies, going over different parts of this contract. I made sure that I got to go do this. I had to call the lender a couple times. I had to call the inspector. Why? Because I believe my, like, because my, the, my clients wanted to get into this home. And as an expert, it is my job to do everything in my power. Guys, if you want to get into a home in this marketplace, you need to work with an expert. Make sure you give me a call. How, much more, how much more powerful is that than just purchase three beds, two baths? For sure. A lot more powerful. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's, that's kind of an example uh, for Asians trying to, you know, get uh, listings or more buyers. Yeah. Um, how about team leaders and brokers who are trying to use social media to, yeah. to scale and grow their organizations? Man. So I believe this one is man, almost even simpler. So like as agents or like team leads, brokers interview the members of your team consistently all like interview, at least one member of your team a week or one member of your company a week. Right. Don't tell people what you're doing to help agents. Show them how you're currently helping the agents on your staff. What this will do is, number one, it will make your agents feel good. Uh, spotlighting them. Hey, I'm spotlighting my one of my agents of the week. So it gets them spotlighting. But it also gets them on video, gets them on the camera. So it not only helps your agents and gives them something to send out to people, which edifies them, gives them a place of authority, but also other people out there like, wait, you're providing all that to your agent? It's one thing to tell people what you're going to give agents. It's another to show them how you're currently helping your agents. Right. And, and showing them through, through examples, not just yourself. Right. Exactly. Cause everybody says they're the greatest. Everybody says they have the best leads in coaching. Right. Let, let me show right. you what I'm doing. For sure. If you were um, starting your real estate journey today, you know, with modern, you know, current economy, modern yeah. technology, all of that, uh, what would you focus on? As if you were an agent yeah. starting oh, yeah. you know, your real estate career today. If I'm today. an agent starting my real estate career today, I would do two things every single day. One, I would have time block for videos. And two, I would have a time block to just get on the freaking phone. I feel like that's just, most people don't want to hear it. It's not cool. It's not sexy. But getting on the phone gets you business. You know, like, right. so I would literally time block six hours a day to call him. Literally six hours a day. Look, I did it 15 hours a day. I like for, so for me to say six, I'm like, that's dialing back a little bit. But literally, yeah. I would call past client. Like if I'm brand new, I would call, I would circle prospect. I'd figure out a way to circle prospect. I'd figure out a way to get expired FISBOs, especially FISBOs in this market. I would figure out a way to call local business owners and figure out a way to do a video with them. Hey, I want to promote your local business, a $50 gift card to one person who gives it away. I will call local businesses and do giveaways. I will call lenders and figure out what special programs that they have. I would go, I would join a team and figure out, hey, what team has a huge past database that I can go into, who has a lot of leads that I can go into. I would just figure out a way, how can I get on the phone and talk to as many people as possible? I'll be shouting from rooftops, guys, I'm your local realtor. I would be getting out in front of as many people as I can, figuring out as many creative ways to get on video and to call people as much as I can. That, awesome. that like in, in any marketplace, that's going to work, especially one right now where people are just not like they're giving. I see people giving up, just throwing in the towel. I'm like, you guys aren't even trying. When's the last time you dialed for five hours in a day? Right. 
I don't know how many agents can even. Yeah. Like if you have no business, why the hell are you going on social media and complaining when you should be getting on the phone? Get on the phone. You will get more business. Right. Our, our business is all about people and reaching people. Right. And the more yeah. people you reach, the, the more odds you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a numbers game at that point. For sure. Um, what would you say is the single thing that had the biggest impact on your career? Connections. Mm. You know, I, man, I would say connections, but I think it's also the single biggest thing was just doing it afraid. That bar none, biggest thing, doing it afraid. So there was a time when I was at the call center, I was only about seven months in and we just hired, it was our first coaching client ever, right? And the guy who was supposed to coach him quit, not even the day before, the night before he was about to start. So then they asked everybody in the company, hey, who here wants to be the coach for this? It took about a second. I didn't see any hands. I'm like, screw it. I'll do it. Youngest one at the company, only there seven months, but I was crushing on the phone. I stayed up all night figuring out the coaching program, what I was going to do, watch videos. On um, the first call, I didn't even turn my camera on because I was too afraid he'd see how young I was. Um, but then after that, I kept coaching him. So I was freaking terrified. Never coached, never been coached like by a specific coach. I was coached by the company, right? But right. like, I just did it anyways. You know, went to a mastermind with literally the number one team in California of like Florida, all these people. And I was just at the call center. Somebody snuck me in. It was a room of like 40 of them and me, basically me and my brother. But, you know, I was afraid, but we did it anyways. Started my own company. We sold everything and moved back into my parents' place and started from scratch. Just doing things afraid. It's not because I, I knew I was going to succeed. I just knew I would never quit. So I just did it afraid and did it anyways. Awesome, man. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, that message inspires some people to do it. You know, be afraid and do it anyway. Yeah. Right? Dude, it's, it's not like anyone has a magic pill where we just know it's going to work. We yeah. just do it afraid and just don't quit. For sure. <laughs> um, you do a lot of interviews. What would you say is the most interesting question you've been asked? <laughs> what Disney princess would I marry? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> you know, the most interesting. When I ask people that, it's a very silly question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's always like, like this one person's like, all right, we're going to do five random questions at the end of it. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, you interview a lot of people yourself also. Yeah. Uh, who is one person you think or you would recommend that interview? Mm. I would interview. Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm trying to figure out a really good one. Sekou. Have you interviewed Sekou yet? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Okay, actually. you interviewed Seiku. You interviewed Seiku. He's a really good interview. Yeah. You know how I would interview you? Have you interviewed Steve McCarthy? I have not. I would interview Steve McCarthy and I would get him talking about like his history with the Honey Badger, like the Honey Badger group. He's been a part of NA since dang near the beginning. And I would ask, here, here's what I would do. I would ask him about his first events and really get him to talk about that because it's a really interesting story. And talk about somebody who was unafraid to get into some of these rooms. Um, but I would definitely ask because he was there for like the beginning of NAEA. And, you know, he's a really, really interesting interview. Been to so many of these big rooms. Really funny guy, too. That That's someone I would definitely recommend you interview. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I definitely I, I wrote that down and I'm going to reach out to him. Yeah. Um, you talk about one of the big contributing factors of success is kind of getting in the right rooms. Right. And yeah. being around the right people. Yeah. Um, what about those who are afraid to be in those rooms or may um, feel that they don't belong in those rooms, right? Yeah. 
You know, I think that's something with, again, the Honey Badger Nation. We don't believe you have to earn your spot at the table. Like, you know, when you're around a bunch of people who keep telling you these things over and over and over again, are offering the handout. It's not even a handout. It's just saying, like, this door is open if you want it to be open. You know, and I think it's, one, it's under, you have to be in a place where you can pull a seat up to the table no matter who you are. There are some places where, like, ooh, you have to, you have to uh, produce this much to get this training, or you have to be like, there's inner circles. There is no, literally no inner circle in this group. There is just an open table where you can pull up a seat. So first, I think, I believe you have to be in a place where that you can pull up a seat. The second is you have to pull up the dang seat. Nobody will do it for you. Just because the table's open doesn't mean everybody pulls up a seat. I can't tell you how many times I speak to the top people in this company and they're like, well, I'm like, what's the one thing people should do more of? They're like, leverage me. People don't call me enough because they think I'm so busy. Well, I am busy, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to take your call or get back to you. So right. I feel like it's one of those where if, if you don't believe in yourself enough to that, that you can ask someone a question, then it will never happen. You know, John Kitchens has a great quote that I like to use all the time. If you don't ASK, you don't G-E-T. If you don't sure. ask for something, you're definitely not going to get it. Right, right. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and last last question for you. All right. I know we can stay here for hours, but what is your <laughs> big, big message uh, to leave with agents and brokers? Man. Here, here's, I, I had a mind blowing experience when I was, I shared this stage with my first billionaire, like about like six months ago. And he just blew my mind because he broke it down to something. He's like, Hey, who here is taught to be successful? And everyone's hands go up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, success at all costs gets the crowd going up. He's like, well, that's wrong. He's like, strive to be significant. Hmm. How many people's lives can you be significant in? Am I in an opportunity where I can be the most significant person and have as many people's lives as I can? Because if you strive for significance, your own success follows. So, you know, for me, it's just how significant can we all be? And am I, am I in a position to be the most significant person in as many people's lives as I can? Love it. Love it. Uh, guys and gals, I hope everyone's listening got some uh, great gems out of this uh nick thank you so much i appreciate you yeah and i'm sure i uh, will uh, we'll do more of these awesome sounds good mina all right have a good one later